Welcome to the Milk and Honey with Lemon podcast. I'm your host, Lemon Price, creator of the Holy Girl Habits, wife and mama, and certified life and leadership coach who turned away from corporate life to embrace kingdom leadership. This podcast is for Christian women feeling the weight of their divine callings, grappling with doubts of their leadership abilities, and searching tirelessly for biblically grounded guidance who want to step confidently into their roles as radiant kingdom leaders. Inside, we're going to traverse from those feelings of uncertainty and overwhelming searches, moving toward firm biblical leadership, empowering you to steward your gifts and showing you that you indeed have what it takes. So sister, grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea and let's dive in together. Welcome back to the Milk and Honey Podcast. I'm your host, Lemon Price, and I am very excited because in addition to the summer series we already have going on, we're doing a marketing series in July too. So it's like, a, it's just the summer series. And so last week, we talked all about the power of authenticity in your marketing. And today, I want to talk about how do you deepen those client relationships and actually build community. And so one of the very first things that I tell everybody to do is to embrace vulnerability. And it can be really scary to put yourself out there. And how do you know what to put out there? And what is it that people actually want to hear? I remember one time I had this conversation with my husband, actually. And it was a couple of years ago. And I wasn't sharing the hard parts, right? Everything looked very aesthetic on my Instagram and Facebook. And it looked like I was just the happiest person. And I never had anything going on in my life. And I was just perfect all the time. And then I had this one day, even though that's not true, right? But I had this one day that was super just overwhelming. And the kids were, it was like the beginning of COVID, right? And so the kids were home asking like 952 questions at one time. And I was still trying to work and get myself adjusted to the fact that they were home during the day. And the dogs were just not cooperating. And it was, it was like one thing after another. And I just sat at my kitchen table and cried for a solid like 10 to 15 minutes. And the kids avoided me. I had the plague. And after I like finally got it together, the kids came and they were like, are you okay? What can we do for you? Whatever. Of course it wasn't their fault. It was just an overwhelming, I was overstimulated type of a day. And so I shared it right? I shared this post about how things are can be really challenging and how I don't always have it all together and how my life does not look like the perfect Instagram feed or anything like that. And by sharing that story, I had a more conversation than I'd ever had before because people all of a sudden felt like they could relate to me and felt like I wasn't this person that was higher than them, right? I'm approachable. And I've heard this from so many people, actually, because I am in a leadership position, um, you know, with Girl Power Alliance, right? Because I'm one of the, the top leaders at that company. And then I have the marketing business and I have the experience that I have. Women have come up to me and said, I didn't know I could talk to you. I didn't know that you were relatable. I used to be intimidated by you just because I saw the things that you were doing, because I saw the whatever status, right, they perceived that I had until they saw my post, until they saw 
you know, me sharing these raw, honest moments with them, right? And just getting really clear about what it is I was going through and challenges that I have overcome and things like that. And then it was like, wait a minute, now I can actually have a conversation with you. Now I can talk to you about this. Now, now I can trust you. Now I feel like you get it and you relate to me. And so being vulnerable, you don't have to share every intimate detail of your life, right? That's not what I'm saying. It's all about how does this vulnerability, how does this piece impact your clients and what it is they need to hear to get to know you better and to feel relatable to you, right? Like how does your story connect to their story? That's the thing you want to share. And so being just open and honest and real about things that you've learned about your growth journey, about challenges you've had and how you've overcome them, right? I just shared a few weeks ago, I shared a post and I'll link to it, but I shared this post about how I didn't feel like I was somebody that God could love, right? So I, I've said this before. I grew up in an anti-Christian household, right? And my household was very pro-promiscuity. My household was very pro-bar scene. Like that was the norm when I was growing up and it was encouraged, right? And it was a very different situation, right? And so I shared this post about how my idea of a fun time was to get blackout drunk and to hook up with whatever dude had been buying drinks that night. And when my neighbor came to me and she said, hey, do you want to come to my Bible study? And I was like, "Mm, probably not, right? Because I was living in sin and I was in a shame spiral and all these things. And so when she came to me and she said, come to my Bible study and I'll feed you and I know you're home. So I go and she starts talking about the atonement and how Jesus can cover whatever sin is happening in my life. And Jesus loves me. And even if I was the only sinner in the entire world, Jesus still would have sacrificed himself for me and the things that I've done. And I thought that was, I struggled with that concept, right? So I struggled with hearing that because I'm like, how can you say that to me and not know without knowing the things that I've done the night before or what I'm going to do probably this weekend because I was in such a sin, shame, spiral situation and they were just, they were feeding each other. And so I'm like, how can you say that to me? And so I grappled with that whole concept at first. I believed it, right? I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. But it took me a while to internalize that truth. And so anyway, so I share this very long post about it, about how I went through this sin cycle and the shame spiral and all the things that I went through to get to where I am now and how that process and that journey has allowed me to become the person I am today. That I I can talk to people who aren't quite there yet, right? There's... um you know, my, I'm sure my husband won't care. We're, we're in a different spot with our faith. We're, we're just in a different spot and that's okay. But I don't have to, I don't have to force things on him, right? I just get to have conversation with him and watch God do his thing because I understand, because I understand, because I have been to some pretty gross depths and of sin and stuff like that. And that's obviously that's not where my husband is at all in any way, shape or form. He was definitely, he's definitely not in the place that I was. Right. But if I'm like, if I can go from this place that I was in to where I am today, 
then I can relate to the questions that he has and the conversations he needs to have. And it's the same way when I talk to other people. When I share this vulnerable piece of myself, I had more comments and more conversations in the DMs, again, than I probably ever had. And that post is still getting traction weeks later. And it's because I felt like I needed to share this vulnerable piece for people to get to know me, but also to create some authority in the things that I'm saying because I have actually walked the walk that I'm telling people. I've talked the talk that I'm talking about here, right? Like I've, I've done the things. And so when when you can show part of your journey, it does create this deeper trust and likability and rapport with the people who want to work with you because it's really easy like I said, it's really easy for people to look at me, to look at you and see you as somebody a hundred steps ahead of them when in reality, you've been where they are and you understand. And when they can see, hey, this person has been there and if they can get from where I am to where they are now, then surely they can help me achieve the same thing because they actually understand. And that's what That's how you deepen this relationship with them is by sharing intimate pieces of yourself and letting them see, I I didn't just wake up and have all this knowledge, right? And it wasn't completely smooth sailing for me, right? I had to learn these things. I had this challenge. I had to grow through it. I had to learn this. I walked through this thing so that I could mentor you and help you and get you to where you want to be. And that's what people are looking for. Molly Chattergoma, she was all the way on back on like episode five, right? And Molly, her big thing is your story is meant to be mentorship for somebody else. Your story is meant to be mentorship for somebody else. So God will not waste one moment, not one mundane or terrible situation that you've been in for the believer. He will not waste a single moment of it. And if you can figure out how to harness that, and share it in a way that is authentic and relatable, you will have these deep client relationships that you're looking for. You will create relationships with people who are your number one fan and will sing your praises and your skill set from the rooftops with other people because they trust you and they trust the process that you've walked through and they trust that you're able to get the results that they're looking for. And so when you, this is the other part of this, is when you are vulnerable, right? When you can share the messy, hard parts of your life, it allows the people you work with to feel comfortable to open up and to be authentic themselves. You are creating this safe space for clients to share their challenges, their goals, their aspirations, because they've seen somebody that is a few steps ahead of them do that very thing. And to not be afraid to share the hard, messy stuff. It is all about creating a space where they can do that. I had this, I had a coaching session with with one of my friends, right? I, I got my life and leadership coaching certification through Girl Power Alliance. And to get that certification, I had to go to San Diego for three days and do a ton of training and in-person coaching and all those kind of fun things. And so while I was there, I was having uh, my friend, Dr. Rachel, she will be on in a few weeks here talking about this, but Rachel is a naturopathic doctor and I saw her do um, 
uh, an electro, I think it's an electrodermal scan. I want to, she'll listen and she'll tell me if I got that wrong. But it was the scan where she tests people to find out what's inflamed, what's not functioning properly, all this kind of fun stuff. And so she had done it to one of my friends six months prior. And it was tough, right? The news was tough. There was a lot of crying, a lot of praying during that situation. And I said to her, I'm like, I need to do the same thing, right? I have been struggling to lose weight for the last decade. I can't figure this out. No doctors can figure it out. I'm having a a really hard time here. And at that time too, I was doing semaglutide and I was losing weight, but I was super, super sick. The B12 wasn't working. And my doctor was like, you need to stop doing this because you're you're getting really sick from it. And so I'm like, I got to figure this out. And I... I had set that up. She brought all this stuff to San Diego and we were like, okay, we're going to do this. Well, I had a coaching session literally a few hours before then. And the session was with, there was three of us, right? So there was me, the coach and somebody watching and recording and taking notes to offer feedback, right? For us as we're coaching, because that was part of the thing. And I was 0% prepared for the conversation we were going to have. Um, and I got very real and very vulnerable with my coach. And there was a lot of crying, a lot of crying. And I shared a lot of very intimate things about myself and the way I was feeling and feelings about my marriage and about my life and about God and things that I had never expressed before. Right. So I, I share these very intimate, real things. Then, because we created that space of sinc- sincerity and vulnerability, right? When it was time, so we had to switch, right? So I had to coach one person while the other recorded, right? And so we all just took turns taking each role. So when it came time for my coach then to be coached um, by the person who had recorded our session, we had already opened this space, right? And we were in an, like, we were off away from people, right? And so we were able to, again, have a very honest conversation and work through a lot of tough emotions because we had created the space to do that. Um, and it was beautiful. Like, there was a lot of really, I know there was breakthrough on my end, there was breakthrough on my coach's end. There were, women who were able to achieve dreams and goals that they've had for a long time. And we empowered them to go and do that. And it was because the vulnerability that each one of us, as one of us shared something real, raw, and honest and vulnerable, it gave permission to everybody else to be real, raw, honest, and vulnerable about what it is that they're going through and the goals that they have and the aspirations that they have because we created the space to do that by being vulnerable ourselves and creating that trust. And when we did that, it was such a supportive and collaborative environment, right? There was a lot of hugging. There was a lot of crying. There's a lot of ongoing support for the goals that we've had. And it's been really beautiful to watch that happen. And so don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Again, figure out the stories that make sense to share And when you're in a place where you've healed from that story and when you can see how it's impacted where you are now and so choose carefully, right? I want you to put your whole life on blast here. Choose carefully the stories that matter, but choose stories, 
that nobody could find by doing a Google search of you. Choose to share parts of yourself that maybe aren't pretty because people need to see it. And when they see it, they will take action. They will feel inspired. They will want to get vulnerable and have the breakthrough and the change that it is that they are looking for themselves. We are doing a disservice to our clients by not being real, raw, honest, and vulnerable and authentic to our story and our process. And then I want to end on the sort of note here. So when we are in a vulnerability space, especially in the service-based industry, it fosters a community of innovation and growth because people feel comfortable sharing the ideas that they have and the process that they think it should go, right? We get to have good conversation about feedback and learning from each other and learning from our own mistakes and quote unquote failures. I don't see anything as a failure unless it stops you from doing something. But we get to create a space where it's safe to do that and it's safe to have conversation. There are, it's very interesting to see because I I can tell you two stories. So I worked, my last corporate job that I ever had was not a safe place for me to share ideas. And I thought it was. I thought it was a place where I could share and be honest and vulnerable about the way I saw marketing. But that wasn't the case. So I tell this story all the time about relationships and things like that and creating a safe work environment for innovation. So I'm at this company. I thought it was safe to share things. And what happened is I shared an idea on marketing that was backed by data because I'm a big fan of the numbers and the data and the science behind the conversation um, that you're having with clients dictate the marketing. That's always been my philosophy. And so I shared this based on numbers and I walked into work the next day. My office had been vandalized. And so again, not a safe space. And I never shared another innovative idea that I had again. And so they missed out on a ton of what I bring to the table because it was no longer a safe environment for me to be vulnerable to share. Now, I want to juxtapose the way that they handled innovation and sharing ideas versus my experience with Girl Power Alliance. So I was here in the very beginning. I think there was like less than 40 ambassadors when I joined Girl Power Alliance. Now there's about 400, which is crazy to see how fast it's grown in a year. And so I, I've i been able to have really great conversation with the founders, right? I actually literally just got a text from the founder, Michelle Schaefer, to about something. So right, like we're all close. And and I feel like everybody has this closeness and the intimacy with them. But anytime that we come to the founders and we're like, hey, I have this idea. And they're like, great, run with it. And they're so supportive. They are so encouraging. For instance, Danae, she is, she's on my team. I love her so much. But she has this beautiful vision to impact the younger generation. And she was getting ready to do something on her own when she came to Girl Power Alliance. She had a conversation with the founder about it. And they are getting ready to do something so incredible for the 18 to 25-year-old demographic. And it's because, again, we created a space 
that was open to vulnerability, where feedback is encouraged and done in a loving, Christ-like capacity, and people feel comfortable sharing their goals, their aspirations, and innovation. And the whole world gets to benefit from it, right? This whole, because we're global, right? So the whole world gets to gets to feel that impact and gets to experience that solely because there was a space created where vulnerability was encouraged and it's supported and it was a safe space. And it's because, again, the founder also does a great job of sharing really raw, vulnerable moments too. So I am just so grateful for that. And that's the difference. That's the big difference. That's how you end up with deep relationship with the people you want to work with. That's how you end up growing massively. That's how you get people coming to you, wanting to work with you because you were vulnerable first, because you shared first. And by you sharing first, you gave other people permission to do the same thing. I want to challenge you to think about something maybe you haven't shared yet. Think about something that God has walked you through that you have not shared yet, something you can share and how it relates to your story and the service that you offer or the results that you offer, I want you to think about it and go post it. And then tag me in it. Send it to me on Instagram, on Facebook, whatever, but send it to me. I want to hear what it is that you're doing and how I can support you in that. And for this month, I have a new little download for you guys. It is 10 marketing tactics that every business needs to implement to see expansive growth. So that's how I help take a company to $10 million is with these things. And so that is in the show notes for you to grab. So click on that, grab it. You can go to pricelesslyimperfect.com and grab it too. It's right there on the homepage for you. So I am just, I'm so excited about what God's doing in and through this whole series and the conversations we get to have. So next week, we're going to talk about how do you overcome the fear and really embrace that vulnerability right? And I'm going to talk about how you move forward in that and build genuine relationship and everything that's going to be exciting. And then to wrap up this fun series, we're going to talk about authentic marketing and branding and how do you do that? So I am excited to just continue this conversation with you. As always, feel free to tag me in anything. Tag me in your takeaways. I love seeing those. It brings me a lot of joy. Be sure to rate and review the show. It helps tell the Apple machine and things to share this and that it's relevant with people. So I would appreciate that. And until next time, bye friend. Thank you so much for listening to the Milk and Honey with Lemon podcast. I am so grateful you were here. I hope this episode has helped you move from feelings of doubt and uncertainty towards stepping confidently into your God-given leadership role, fully equipped with biblical wisdom. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us to reach and inspire more Christian women leaders just like you. Don't forget to share your takeaways, post it on Instagram, tag me anywhere you're on social media, and I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.